Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Okay, so first, before we get into our amazing, amazing guest today, it is 2-22-22. Um, for those of us that believe in that significance, great. It's going to be an amazing day. It's going to be a great day. Um, and we're already kicking it off with Mr. Allen today, who is the director of EduCode. If you have not attended EduCode, you are missing out. I've actually had the pleasure of att attending EduCode as an instructor myself, an attendee, and I will be at EduCode in just about a week or so um, with our four leave team. So we're super excited about that. Uh, Mr. Allen has been the director of EduCode for many, many, many years, over a decade, I would say, plus something like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's also with Shums Coda and an instructor at the Southern Nevada College focusing on fire prevention and fire protection systems. He brings a wealth of knowledge into our building industry. And I hear he's good friends with my friend Sam Palmer, who is also in Clark County, also an amazing guy, also the president of ICC Region 1. So with that, Alan, we are going to just get right into it. Tell us all about yourself. How are you today, sir? Oh, super, super. And yes, you're right. Uh, 2 two twenty two. Great day for everybody. <laughs> great day. Um, first of all, thank you for having me here. It's great to be here. And I'm excited that both of you will be at EDUCODE uh, next, starting next Monday. We're yeah. This is, um, we're glad to be back after last year. The last couple of years have been tough, but we in 20, we finished right before the pandemic started. So we lucked out and last year we went strictly virtual, but a little bit about my background. I started, uh, I went to Michigan State University, got my bachelor's and then I went to work for um, the Oakland County Sheriff's Department as a deputy. I left there to go to um, the Farmington Hills Detroit and Farmington Hills Fire Department. Detroit was a small stint. And I worked my way up in suppression through uh, to district chief. And then I began working in fire prevention for them. And at that time, I took an early retirement and we moved to Las Vegas. Woohoo! Wow. And <laughs> in know. Las Vegas, I worked for Clark County at the Las Vegas Convention Center. And I left there to go to the city of Henderson, which I spent 20 years in Henderson, uh, I left as the manager of inspections. So I had code enforcement. I had mm -hmm. uh, business license. I had um, building construction and building inspectors and fire inspectors. So it was quite the quite the opportunity in Henderson. And while I was there, I started working for edu uh, with EduCode with the Southern Nevada chapter of ICC, which is a great organization and um, great people. And I hope you guys are members. Mm -hmm and um, working on EduCode, which is a labor of love. It really is because it's a lot of fun. You meet the best people. You have a great time. There's a lot of networking events. It, it's just a, a fun time to learn. And um, personally, I learn more from other people. I learn more from people like you um, than I do sitting in a class. And you get that opportunity because we have events in the evening where you meet the people, you can get a bite to eat, you can chat with them, um, we, you can win prizes, gift cards, we give all this stuff away just to get people excited about being there and have a good time while you're learning. Yes, and you know, I, I can actually speak to um, 
or pre-COVID, I should say. In fact, I was there as an instructor at Educode March of 2020, and it was quite the turnout. We still had lots of people there as things were developing in the world. Um, and you know, Alan, one of the things that you said that I really like is the power of networking, right? The events are so um, instrumental. And yes, that the education, the tracks that are provided through Educode, are really awesome, vetted out with an amazing mixture of you know industry leaders. But it's it also is when you get to that network opportunity that you're able to solidify those relationships and really build your village, um, and really connect with folks and ask the questions and figure out how people are doing things in their respective jurisdictions. So um, I definitely agree with you that the value of that is fundamental, especially in our industry, because things are ever changing, ever evolving. And so we can have a little wealth of knowledge to share with somebody else that can benefit from that. Why not? Exactly. It's just a fun time. It's a great time. And this year it'll be a lot more um, exciting, I think, because last year was strictly virtual. And we had a lot of virtual people. We had 2,500 people sign up for virtual. But this year, um, it's half and half. So I want to say we have about a thousand people coming in person and probably a thousand or 1200 people signing up for virtual. So we're excited. We're excited to see people that we haven't seen in a while. And, um, you know, the governor has lifted the mask mandate. So it's not a requirement. We are supplying masks if anybody wants them. So we'll have them there. And the Orleans supplies, um, sanitizer stations so we're trying to be safe and if anybody feels uncomfortable they can still wear a mask it's not a problem i'll probably wear a mask part of the time only around the people i know in las vegas because I, I don't really trust those people to be safe <laughs> no no but we, we want everybody to have a good time learn a lot um, meet other people but we, we still want people to be safe if you know they want a mask it's there for you and there's no uh, um nobody cares everybody's happy to just to have people there you know, and Educode is one of those great events that, you know, that's part of a, a chapter, but also part of ICC that you know, if you've never been at Educode, there's so many people there. There's so many different uh, uh, opportunities out there. You'll get, you know, this where I ended up uh, at Fort Leap because I met those guys at Educode. And it is just one of those things. I just happened to, you know, I, I was teaching a class and I actually needed a, a, one of those Bluetooth speakers. And the Fort Leap guy was like, oh, man, I don't have one. But right here. Go get one. You know, it was one of those. It was one of those things, and we ended up teaching the class because. Um, but this is such a great networking event. I can't tell you how much fun I had the first time I, I went to Educode. I it was, it was. I was just amazed and blown away. You know, and I got to meet you. I got to meet Kevin. I got to meet the whole. You know, uh, Southern Nevada chapter. You guys. You know, I just tagged along with you guys, and you guys were just so hospitable. And then we, you know, we did some of the events. It was just an awesome experience. What a lot of people don't uh, realize is we also have an expo that's five days a week um, in the expo hall where registration is. And this year we have 26 vendors and sponsors. Um, and I'm proud to say that Four Leaf is a big sponsor also. The three biggest sponsors are Four Leaf, Shumskoda, and Hoover. Um, but we have several other sponsors and um, we provide a full breakfast, full lunch every day and three nights. The, during the networking events, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, there's pretty much a full meal with you know the carving stations and roast beef and um, things for things for everybody. So it we try to make it an event rather than just um, a classroom. You know, I have a hard time myself 
and um, just sitting in front of an instructor or a screen and you know after a while I start realizing that I'm either drifting off or I um, haven't comprehended things so we try to make it so it's you learn you're interested in it and if you have questions you can ask during the class you can ask during the break you can meet the instructor after class at dinner over a drink and everything's covered under your registration so I mean you don't have to worry about oh how much is food there and things like that so just happy to have everybody and I'm excited to see both of you back there um, make sure you're both there for Thursday night's bowling event which has been an annual um, probably the largest networking event we have and it's sponsored by four leaf so thank you guys for that we appreciate that <laughs> we actually have special t-shirts made for it with um, i can't tell you about it because it's a surprise but it does have four leaf on the front and something special on the back so i'll make sure you guys get one that's awesome and i actually did still have my old one from uh, a couple years ago during the bowling the last bowling one actually i ended up uh, hanging out with cecilia and her husband there so it was, okay. a, it was a good time i was like hey yeah, so, um, you know, a couple of things. Um, I know Educode offers various different uh, subjects. We had our uh, a LinkedIn user that said uh, Educode is one of the best educational opportunities out there. I 100% agree. ABM is another one, and a lot of, there's a lot of chapters out there that do great events. Region uh, Region Three. There's, I mean, there's so many uh, education opportunities out there. But Educode, by far, for me, it's one of my favorite events of the year. And I love it. You know, I go to a lot of code enforcement association classes, and um, Educode does offer a, a code enforcement education track for those that don't know, uh, where um, they partner with the American Association of Code Enforcement, and they actually provide a week's long training on various topics in the world of code enforcement. Yes, and I, I got to tell you that ACE and the code enforcement track has been with Educode since day one. They're the only group that has been with us since day one, and we're happy to have them. And this year is an exciting one because I believe there's 10, and I'm looking over my shoulder here, there's actually 10 different classes offered for code enforcement, 10 half-day classes this year, which is exciting. And um, looking at them, they're really popular because uh, the attendance at these classes has been great. And uh, so this year there's over 85 classes being offered um, for like I said, if you're a fire official, if you're a building official, if you're a building inspector, a plan reviewer, an engineer, code enforcement specialist, um, lots of different classes. So it, it'll be interesting. And uh, we have great instructors. I'm, I, I know um, you both are not instructing this year. And I guess that's a question I have. How come? Why? <laughs> yeah. next, next year for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of preparation that goes into Educode. So I know um, Ace, Ace does do a lot of uh, a lot of planning for this event because they are a partner with uh, with Educode. So, yeah, so they and they have a lot of um, different solicitations for class instruction. And Ace always tries to come up with new classes and new material that way it's not recycled. So anybody um, attending Educode has that fresh experience and uh, they can look forward to new classes. So, you know, I don't know if I'm played out or not, but. <laughs> I, I, was just, be there next year. I was just gonna say that. Did Pete just say we're played out? <laughs> just kidding. You know what, Alan? I um, we're looking forward to hopefully being with y'all as presenters next year's Educode. But I do gotta go back to what you said as far as the different tracks. So, just unpacking that a little bit. Yes, they, there are so many tracks for anybody who's in any in any facet of our building industry, right? Whether it's prevention, inspection 
plan check, code enforcement. But also, you know, if you are not in a specific role and you still kind of want to, you know, take another class like fire prevention or you want to learn a little bit about building inspection or plan review, that's what EDUCODE offers as well is the ability to just kind of pick and choose the classes based on, you know, what you're looking to, you know, fill your educational palette with. So. Even if you're coding, you want to learn plan review, take a plan review class, you know, sign up for it, get in there, learn a little bit about plan review or a little bit of, uh, about fire prevention. I think the ease of being able to access that training while at EDUCODE is super awesome because you have everything all packed into one space and readily accessible to you. So that's, that's one thing that I think for me, uh, attending EDUCODE was really awesome is to be able to see the ease of access to those various topics while at EDUCODE. Yeah. Exactly. I, um, Pete and I were talking before we went live and EDUCODE started in 1997 and awesome. I moved to the Valley in 1995 and I was working for Clark County at the Las Vegas Convention Center as a fire safety coordinator. And I remember in early 97, my boss said, hey, there's a good training opportunity starting um, at the Riviera Hotel and i said okay so walked across the street because it wasn't far from the convention center and that was the first year they had educode and i'm i'm going wow this is pretty awesome you know they give you a buffet you know but you get to meet all these people and i met so many people that actually um in 1997 that actually was my introduction to the city of henderson because i met the deputy fire marshal there and some of the other people and um so I stayed with the county, and then in 1999, I moved to the city of Henderson, but it was through the contacts I made at EDUCODE um, at the Riviera Hotel. Now, unfortunately, Riviera is gone, but we've been at the Orleans Hotel for the last 20, this is our 21st year, and um, they treat us real well and try to take give good customer service, which is what we demand. That's, we're not a very demanding organization, but we do demand that we have industry um, experts you know, such as yourselves teaching. We don't want, you know, just like people who are not well-known teaching and we want excellent customer service. So um, from the Orleans and from our staff and that's what's helped make it code so successful over the past, uh, wow, 25 years. So for those folks that have never gone to the New Orleans, it's off the, it's not on the strip, it's a little bit off the strip, but um, about five to 10 minute Uber ride. So it's not that far, uh, pretty reasonable to get there uh, via Uber or taxi or, you know, just driving and also parking's free. And, you know, the first time I ever went to Educode, uh, my jurisdiction allowed me to go. They paid for the registration, but they did not pay for the, uh, they didn't pay for the, uh, for the, the room and board. So that came out of my own pocket and it was very reasonable at that time. So I was able to, uh, you know, be able to stay there uh, the entirety of the trip and parking was like a lifesaver because I had to drive my own vehicle since I didn't fly. So um, yeah, it's it's a reasonable accommodations and I, I can't uh, complain. Food's uh, not that expensive and it's, it's just a great, just a great place. So, and the rooms are pretty big. There's in one thing about the New Orleans, uh, you said that Rivera now it's grown so big that you have an act actual room to have all these courses and the expo and events. <laughs> it's just a big place. Yeah, the Orleans uh, is able to handle. You know, we this year we have fifteen different classes going every single day. 
So some of the hotels were not able to handle that. And then some of them were, um, the ones that could handle it on the strip were so expensive. We didn't feel it was a good idea to have um, our friends, and that's what we call our educode partners and our friends that come in. We didn't want them spending $1,000 on room and board or room, and then they still have to, uh, um, the registration and issues like that, where the Orleans is, I think during the week it's like $42 or something like that. We wanted to keep everything reasonable and um, just to keep people happy. And, you know, when you're in class, does it make a difference really if you're at the Wynn or if you're, you know, at Caesars Palace? In my opinion, not really. Maybe at nighttime, but you still have that opportunity <laughs> if you don't want to go to any of the uh, networking. You know, and I looked at registration this morning before um, this started and Registration is doing really well, and we are being represented by, at this point, um, 38 different states. People from 38 different states are attending, and the Cayman Islands wow. is, is sending a contingency. So word is getting out. My goal is within the next couple years, I don't know how many more years that they're going to want me to continue, but the next couple years to get other people from other countries. We've had Abu Dhabi send people, Saudi Arabia send people. Um, so we'd like to see people from all over. I mean, the learning experience doesn't stop at the end of the class. The learning experience, like I said, it goes on to the bowling night where, you know, you can sit with somebody or um, the this year we have um, on Wednesday night, it's called a vendor game night where we have um, beanbag toss, you know, and if you get it, you, you win gift cards and all this other stuff just to get people, work, um, not necessarily um, there, but we want people there who can say, hey, where are you from? type of thing and and you meet other people and you can talk about problems that you have you know we have this problem in las vegas you have that or issues that they don't have answers to and how do you handle things like that and it's really really beneficial especially after hours as well as during the classes and you know the networking component is so so important you know like like you said you met your future boss in henderson i met my future boss at edge of code <laughs> you know so uh it, it's just amazing and you're able to solve problems that your jurisdiction may have just because the other guy was talking about it in the classroom and then you're listening to it you're like hey i have the same problem and then guess what you guys start the dialogue switch cards yep. follow up and you know things get solved like that people don't realize the value of that networking experience <laughs> I mean, I met a lot of code officials in the code enforcement chapter while I was at Edu Code, and it was able to communicate with them, and you know, and got, got them over to ACE and vice versa. Now we're trying to, you know, uh, promote Edu Code because it's such an important component to our profession. The Edu Code um, really doesn't get the credit that it deserves sometimes for the code track, but for code enforcement officials, it's such a such a great uh, collaboration between both of the organizations. You know, um, Educode is 100% is through the Southern Nevada chapter of ICC, and I've worked with different boards over the last decade. I'm not supposed to say 10 years, decade, right? <laughs> and, and But there's one thing that's been consistent with every board that I've dealt with in SNICC, and that is getting people and the education is and the networking is more important than making money. Now, the chapter makes some money on that but they use the you know it's a nonprofit, so they give money away for scholarships for um, high school students co returning college students um, industry professionals who go back to school um, they donate money to different charities they've uh, given money to a lot of money to unlv for the solar decathlon that they 
participate. It's a uh, worldwide thing where college students build things. They give money for um, um, just different groups. So the money that they make isn't for SNICC that do whatever. They, they have earmarked special things that they want to give money away to to help the industry grow. And it's been really successful. So if any of the board members are listening, again, I want to say thank you to them because um, throughout the last 10 years, even when, except for when I was president, they weren't that helpful at that point. But um, but no, the boards have been really, really, really um, um, helpful in making sure EDUCODE is successful. You know, I, I got to touch on that a little bit, Alan, because uh, as many of you know, and if you don't know and haven't heard yet, um, ICC has committed themselves, so the International Code Council has committed themselves to a new committee, right, with the new initiative of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so, Alan, when you stated that this training has now kind of surpassed the states and gone into an international type level where we're tapping into the Cayman Islands and Abu Dhabi and, and, and making the training acceptable, at an international level that just speaks to you know where we're at as industry leaders and trying to get that message and that training and the accessibility thereof out into the world and so um i i think that this this is a perfect example of how things get done that way and how we put forth the effort in getting that information out that way so uh it's exciting to see it grow even more so than when it first started oh absolutely um, EDUCODE, just as an example, um, when I started working with EDUCODE in 2013, 2012, um, it, it was at this level. And if you look at the attendance, it has just gone completely up to this point where they would say it can't get any bigger. And, you know, we are limited to some space with the Orleans, um, but, but we're already looking at different ideas to make it bigger and better. Um, you talked about the international, and, and this doesn't really have to do with EDUCODE, but Mark Johnson from uh, the International Code um, from ICC, who's a personal friend, I talked to him quite a bit. He is swamped with work right now because he is in the midst of, he's the business manager for, he's an executive vice president, but he's the business manager for ICC. Little plug for you, Mark. Um, but he's doing a lot of work um, overseas and in South America to get the um, codes um these jurisdictions in other countries together to make it truly an international code rather than just um international code council for the united states so he's working hard for that and with that at places like educode and some of the other training organizations are getting a lot of people interested in this kind of training and that's a good point one of the things that you know we we've talked about with with icc and Sicilian and i is a diversity with the International Code Council. When you talk about South America, sometimes you know we have to we have to do it in their foreign tongue. So doing it in Spanish is an important component. So that's something that that's dear near dear Cecilia's heart, I know. And so that that's an important com component. So you know, Mark, kudos to you uh, for doing that. It's very needed. Uh, you can definitely tell it's needed during earthquakes where 4.0s devastate a whole community where we can we can survive on like close to a nine and we're okay. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, it, it, building codes matter, uh, that, you know, being in a safe built environment matters. Now, you also talked about the uh, scholarship opportunities somebody somebody can, can have. So can you talk a little bit about some of these scholarship opportunities? Because 
there could be folks out there that are watching this that really want to attend EDUCODE. Their jurisdictions may not have funding or, you know, maybe they never had the opportunity to attend such a great event. Sure. Um, the chapter offers some scholarships for EDUCODE. Um, every year we do one, two, three um, scholarships specifically for veterans in construction, people who want to get in the industry or are in the industry that need some uh, training that they can't afford it. So we offer that. But the chapter is also big about if somebody really wants to come to EDUCODE and they can't, um, whether it's virtual or in person, um, they need to contact me. It might be a little late for this year because it starts on Monday. Um, but contact me and I don't think we've ever said no to um, people that are really in need of some training or really want the training that can't do it. Because um, again, it's all about the training. It's you know the financial aspect and the business aspect of EDUCODE is secondary to getting people trained and involved with other people. So um, hopefully um, if you need something, just give me a holler, send me an email, text, whatever, and I'll definitely get back. Um, as soon as possible, definitely within 24 hours, um, and we'll see what we can do. But absolutely, that's what it's all about, is getting people um, that need the training, the training. So, No, 100%. You know, for those that ever communicated with Alan, Alan is on it. He answers his emails, <laughs> answers his texts. I, I texted him this morning, right, like two seconds later, he responded. So he's on it. <laughs> well, you know, um, when I was with the, uh, my collars, when I was with the uh, sheriff's department and then with the fire department and then teaching and then with EDUCODE and even in the city of Henderson, the biggest thing that I enjoy is customer service and dealing with people and making things work, okay? Uh, you know, in the city of Henderson, being the manager of inspections, you never have a perfect day where all the inspections passed and people are upset irritated or what can we do or the contractors or whatever the case is but if you get back to people right away and if you give them hey i don't have an answer for you but i'm working on it at least it, it makes them content to know hey i'm not forgotten i'm not just in an email somewhere that nobody's going to get back to so i'm a big person about customer service you know during educode especially on sunday when you guys come in um I'm going to be bouncing off the walls. I don't believe in energy drinks or anything like that. You know, you know, when you're 35, like I am, okay. Right, right. Um, it's, not, it's not that funny, Cecilia. Anyways, um, I'll be bouncing off the walls, do, you know, getting the events set up and all this other stuff. But if somebody's there on Sunday, please stop and say hello, because that is more important to me to, to spend two or three minutes talking to somebody that I've never met than worrying about getting the, um, a sign up over, um, you know, in the expo or getting this or getting that, or making sure the food is ready or something. I'd much rather sit and talk to somebody. Matter of fact, at some point they may say, okay, I'm going to go check in the hotel. You know, sometimes <laughs> I just keep talking and talking and talking, but for me, EDUCODE is all about meeting people and talking to people. So at any point during EDUCODE, if you're there, um, please stop and say hello, and uh, um, if there's anything you need, just let me know, because customer service has always been number one for me. You know, um, quick example in the Sheriff's Department, I would, if you had to stop and give somebody a ticket, 
um, so be it. But I don't remember ever a time. People were not happy about it. Tickets are not a friendly thing that people like. But if you do it the right way, and this is the way I was taught, that people will say thank you. And I remember, I don't remember many times when people didn't say thank you when you hand them a, a ticket, which is, um, I guess, a, a good thing that my training that I was taught was good about how to deal with people. And that's what it's all about, how you deal with people. And I think people forget that sometimes, um, you know, even us as code enforcement officers, when we have to do a stop work order or, you know, or do, um, you know, uh, do a vendor enforcement, you know, and we give somebody a citation afterwards and they say, thank you. It's the approach that we take. And, you know, just uh, just even being a new person at Educode, you know, a lot, you know, the first time I was there, I was overwhelmed. You know, that, that was before my first time at ABM, but I, I was overwhelmed. And I'm like, wow, there is a lot of people here and I'm a you know, little fish here, like just trying to find my way. And you know what? I got to meet you. I got to meet a lot of folks out there. And, you know, I, everybody made me feel welcomed. And I think that's something that Educode brings to the table that some events don't. You just don't, you feel like you're part of something bigger. And it's, you know, just uh, the education component, it's just, it's just there. And, you know, even the vendors, you get to, uh, you know, shoot the breeze with the vendors. And it's, it's just, it's just a great event. Um, you know, last year, um, Granicus was there and they're like, Hey, you're the code guy. We see you on the internet. You're like, Hey, can we interview you? And then I'm doing an interview about short-term rentals. You know, it's just one of those things that just happens at Educode. And I, I think it's just a, it's just a great event. They'll be there this year too, but oh, wow. uh, there's no such thing as a small fish. Everybody is on the same playing field and you know, everybody's a, a human being. So I don't, yeah. you know, um, I don't care if you're the, executive vice president of ICC, like Mark is, or Joan O'Neill, who will be there. Um, they're very approachable, but everybody's on the same playing field. Everybody's there. Everybody learns something, is happy to talk to people. So I think you hit it right on the nail there, Pete. Yeah, and you know, um, to elaborate on that, even if you're that person that's a little shy, you know, introverted, if you will, you don't really want to go up to anybody and say hello because you think it might be a little weird and funky because you don't know them and they don't know you, how else are you going to get to know them, right? You know, come out of that comfort zone. Everyone there is really amicable and everyone there is looking to network. So it, it just takes a little, hey, hello, how are you? My name is Cece. I'm from California or whatever. Just introduce yourself. Get to know the folks that are there. Take a stack of business cards, hand oh, them yes. out. That's what they're there for, right? Make those connections and really, really establish your network base. I always say we want to build our village of industry professionals because you never know, you know, what information share comes from that and what friendships develop from that. A lot of us are able to develop those friendships. And how cool is it to say, hey, I got my friend Alan over in Nevada and my friend Sam and, you know, my friend Rachel in Colorado and, you know, my friend Crystal in Florida. I mean, you really start building up those those uh, relationships, um, which are really, really awesome. But I want to talk a little bit about the expo, Alan. Can you tell us some of the benefits of going into the expo and getting to know the folks that are there? Um, want to delve into that a little bit? Sure. Um, this year, actually, we sold out of the expo in January, which is a first for me. Um, people actually on the waiting list and I said, well, I can't promise anything. But anyways, the expo is in the registration area. It's in the French Quarter, same place where the registration, where the breakfast is, not the lunch, but the breakfast. And um, 
it's important because we have a variety of vendors in there and, and i'm going to use vendors but most of them most of the people such as four leaf are sponsors also but i'm going to use vendors because it's just easier um but they have a wide variety of information services um products new innovations that people use when they're doing inspections or plan review or permitting or um it's just a variety of information and every year we try to bring in different not a hundred percent different but a lot of different um, vendors because we don't want the same information over and over and over but um the information that you get from these vendors is um incredible um every year i learn so much from different organizations that come in or new um technology that's available um it's just awesome it really is and i think we have 25 26 i'm, I'm trying to look over here at it also um when you talk to them um, the vendors will give you a ticket for the daily raffle there's lots of different raffle things just to keep things fun and exciting so it's not like okay this and this and this but um we have um companies that provide um inspection and plan review services we have companies that provide permitting software, land management software, um, um, fire products. Um, I'm trying to look at this. Um, and, and different services and um, techniques that are helpful for things you do in the field. We've had people to provide different kind of tools that would make it easier to test smoke detectors or to test um, different products when you're in the field. Um, just a lot of different uh, sphere of knowledge that's out there that make things exciting in the in the expo. Right, for sure. Outside for the from the awesome pens and, and highlighters and all the cool gadgets that you get to walk away from, you also get to make those connections that perhaps you were thinking of, right? And you're like, oh my God, yes, yeah, <laughs> I have my whole stack of highlighters um, from many vendors. I love highlighters. It's kind of a thing for me. But, um, <laughs> I, I was told not to bring any pens home this time. But, I, but know. I did buy a big box of Educode pens and, and we have that and we have different giveaways also. And yes. I, I hope none of our board is listening to this presentation because I haven't told them <laughs> yet that, that the booth that the SNICC has, um, I sort of sold to somebody else. Don't, don't say that because uh, Michael Bonzo. <laughs> nobody, nobody heard that. Nobody. Well, nobody heard what Alan yeah. just said. <laughs> well, ICC, ICC will still have their. They uh, have a re, a resource center with the bookstore. That's another thing. Um, in the expo, they have a, a pretty much a full bookstore with every product that they have. But they're also going to have. So it's not just a bookstore this year. It's a resource center, which includes the bookstore. But um, they're going to have their digital. Um, products also available this year so icc is back with that but our local chapter booth um is not available <laughs> this year so so i know i'll take some uh, crap over that but you do have a library is. of books there at icc that i remember i walked in i'm like wow this was, it just brought me back to my you know, when I was seven years old, going into the Scholastic book sale with my twenty dollars, I'm like, oh man, I can't buy anything for twenty dollars here. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was awesome material. I was like, oh man, I need that book and I need that book. And you know, the nice thing about the bookstore is um, they have everything there, so you mm -hmm. can uh, 
either buy it there and take it with you or you can um, they'll bill you if you're uh, ICC members and you still take it with you or if you want um, if you need a lot of books they'll ship it to you free which is interesting because if you just go on the ICC website they charge you for shipping but at Educode they give you a discount um, so much for I think it's like 10% or something but they'll ship it to you if you want it shipped and shipping is always free with when it's done at um, these events. So we're looking forward to that. And then um, we're looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with um, the digital um, uh, information that they have. Also, ICC has now um, cooperated with um, uh, a hazardous material um, information company. And I'm not going to spoil it by telling you what it is, but it'll be on site also. So that's another resource available for people that I used when I was with the fire department. So it's interesting that it's owned by ICC now. Wow. So who would have thought? Very yeah, and it's, it's incredible to see how expos evolve also. You know, in 1995, you might be checking out the newest and coolest Polaroid camera to do your code enforcement <laughs> you know, uh, documentation. And today you're, you're looking at the virtual inspection software. It's just, it's, just, it's just crazy how things evolve and, you know, yeah. 3D printing and, you know, it's just it's just good stuff to know. And I a person get excited, not because of the free goodies, because my wife banned me from, uh, you know, getting free uh, goodies. I did, even though last time at Educo, I took a, a stack of uh, playing cards that were, <laughs> you know, and so, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I am prohibited from bringing swag over. Uh, also, I do try to bring swag to my staff, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, it's it's all good stuff. Um, you know, it has the, a lot of the uh, uh, exhibitors' uh, information, and we do sometimes use those exhibitors as you know as references to, to get our you know to get our new technology and our new software. So it's good stuff. Yes, Absolutely. Well, if you're going, learn like I did. I showed up in 2019 and realized, oh my gosh, they have a bookstore on site. This is my jam. How am I going to fit everything in my backpack or my suitcase? So. The following year, I, I packed light <laughs> so that I can go to the bookstore, buy my books without waiting for them to be shipped. I can look at them right then and there, see what I wanted. And, and in fact, they have a lot of um, go-to guides, the fast guides, kind of like the quick checks or the co-checks, right? They yep. have plumbing cards, mechanical. I mean, they have a lot of cool stuff, and you can just buy it all there stick it in your bag or your suitcase and you don't have to wait for it to be shipped unless you really need it to be shipped then then again like alan said you have the ease of being able to to request that so that is one of the things that i think was my favorite things also at educode is being able to just pop into the bookstore and and do a little shopping <laughs> and, it's, and it's funny if you do if you do cecilia see cecilia buying a book her it's an experience you know like it when open a book she'll sniff the book <laughs> yeah. kind of some of the chapters, you know, like, it, wow, like, taking it all in by osmosis, right? But, but see, look behind oh, me, and look behind me, <laughs> she has hats, and she has, uh, she has books. That's right. I love well, books. You know, that scares me a little bit. I hope Cecilia's not taking the cannabis class when she's doing that sniffing. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny. The first time I, I um, saw Cecilia teach at Educode, she actually bought a vial of bed bugs to show the class. And actually, and she always has to monitor because somebody's always trying to sell her bed bugs, which is. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, yes, my bed bugs. It's it's quite it's quite the reaction when you take those. In fact, I have them here with me. They're with me everywhere I go. It's 
it's all about research, right? <laughs> you gotta know your you gotta know your craft. <laughs> so, so we do have a um, question from uh, ICC board member Michael Bosso. Uh, Hello, Michael. Said, yeah, it'd be interesting to know the total of attendees since the first EduCode, and you said it grew like this. So, uh, can you can you kind of elaborate what the numbers sure. uh, were then and now? You know, I'm not going to show it, but I have a picture of Mike. Um, when he joined us at one of the meetings in, I think it was Seattle, but it's not appropriate to show on here. So I think you remember that picture, Mike. Um, to the best of my knowledge, in 97, they had um, about 200 people at EDUCODE. And um, this year we're looking at probably, um, well, in 2020, we had 1,500 live but we didn't do the virtual at the time and now with technology changing and you know the ending of the i guess california calls it the endemic because it's ending um so i think we're about a thousand and live this year possibly a little bit more and 1500 virtual so right around that 2500 mark total for educode altogether which is great and the revenue stream has um gone from about 125,000 up to probably um, 10 times that. But, awesome. you know, costs have gone up and um, the chapter does a, so much more now with scholarships and giving money to the college, to U, uh, UNOV. And we've uh, committed money for um, a seismic study in Nevada, you know, which is, you know, 50 or $75,000 a year for 10 years. We also have a um, trade school that's going to be opening in the fall um that the chapter has donated yes exactly because this it's so hard to get resources now it's so hard to get you know uh personnel because it's like we're missing a um a chapter of people but so the chapter has um agreed to subsidize part of that for the next 10 years so all these commitments so it's not that we're necessarily building up a large treasury or have parties every weekend because that's not the case. That's not what SNICC <laughs> is about. But um, just more commitments to, to furthering the industry and getting more people involved. Um, just like everybody else, Nevada, Southern Nevada um, is hurting for employees, people that want to be plans checkers or inspectors or code enforcement officers. So we want to um, jump on the bandwagon with California and uh, Northern Nevada did this a number of years ago to get more people trained and interested in the industry. Yeah, in my experience, a lot of the Gen Zers are missing. It went from baby boomers to now some of these millennials, and a lot of a lot of folks are missing. You have a few like yeah. myself, Cecilia, but I mean, and we're we're trying to uh, grow the industry. And I know IGC is coming out with a technical trade program. They're you know they're trying to get people more interested into uh, the safe built environment. So. It's important we have emerging leaders coming in, and it, it's just changing the whole dynamic of, of our industry, which is, you know, something is just spectacular to see. Right. Absolutely. Gonna, I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna um, I'm gonna age myself a little bit here, but I think it's important to note. So in '97, at the start of EduCode, I was just wrapping up my high school senior year. Um, and literally, <laughs> and two years later, I ended up at a building department uh, working as a receptionist 
um, or a telephone operator, I should say. And that was my first intro into the building world. And I absolutely fell in love with it. And here I am today. So it just kind of goes to show, you know, when you're maneuvering through your journey into the building industry, um, you're going to want to do a bunch of different things. And, and that's okay. You know, you can explore plan review, field inspection, um, being a technician, a permit technician, or fire prevention, whatever it may be. But there's so much opportunity in this field, so much opportunity for growth. Um, and so for me, it's been great seeing how much growth has taken off since I first you know, came to know of the building department and things like that. Alan, what would you say throughout your tenure in this industry? What has been the most the most exciting part of your journey? Actually, when I started with the city of Henderson, um, I was a business license inspector. That was part of the fire department at the time. And so as an intro, the, the newest person always did business license inspections. And people said, oh, we're glad we got a new person so this this new guy can do the business license inspections because nobody really liked it. But I love that because, again, I'm a talker and I love going mm -hmm. into these businesses and explaining to them that, hey, I'm here from the fire department to do your business license inspection. And I would tell them, I'm here to make sure you're safe. We want to keep you in business as long as possible. We don't want anything to happen to the building or anything or the people. Um, and I'd partner with people and it would relax them to let them know I wasn't there necessarily as an enforcer. I was there as an educator. But on the other side of it, they I would say, so what do you do here? So um, I don't know if anybody's heard of Andrew Lessman. He has a what's called the, the I forgot the name of the company now, but they do vitamins on um, the Internet. They, they sell a lot of vitamins through uh, QVC, I think it is. So it wasn't him, but it, it was his, his assistant walked me through the plant, and I'm going, wow. I mean, because I just love to learn about this stuff. And they said, we have this machine that makes just the, the capsules, as an example, and we can make 10,000 capsules an hour. I'm going, God, you know, I'm just, this is, this is so cool to learn this stuff. So I stick my hand, and I said, this is cool. He said, oh. You just contaminated, you know, half a million of these things. We can't use any of them. But anyways, the most exciting thing was just learning about the different products and the di how things were made and, you know, how they make paper toweling and how they make shampoo and, and how I loved it. So when they promoted somebody else in the city of Henderson into uh, fire inspections, they said, okay, you're going to be doing uh, sprinkler systems now or um, fire alarms. I was disappointed because even though I enjoyed um, <laughs> doing the sprinklers and the fire alarms and the other things, I really enjoyed meeting the new people in the in the city of Henderson that were um, applying for their business license and talking to them and getting to meet them and learning what they do. And to this day, if I go in some of the stores that have been there a while, it's, hey, how you been, type of thing, you know. And at, at least now I can, um, if they want to buy me a sandwich or something, I can do that. Where back then it was like, oh. Well, can't do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I think that I think that was probably the best time of my career in the in the fire service. It, it is a, it is awesome, and I, I actually did build a little bit of uh, business licensing uh, myself. So it's like walking into that Willy Wonka chocolate factory. Sometimes <laughs> you oh, just yeah. get to see how everything's done. You're like, wow, look, look at that ever left golf stopper. <laughs> well, it's funny you said that because we have uh, uh, a place called Ethel M here which is a chocolate factory and oh. 
they have all these samples of chocolate. And I remember doing a fire alarm test there on a Saturday for like six hours. And I came home and I was so sick because I must have eaten <laughs> 10 pounds of chocolate. And I'm going, oh, I never want to see chocolate again in my life type of thing. But it's just, it's just fun meeting people. And I still enjoy that. And I think that's what keeps me doing Educode. I love that. I'm going to have to visit that place because I'm a sucker for chocolate. I think chocolate is amazing. <laughs> well, at Educode, you'll be there this year. ICC yes. is bringing their traditional uh, ICC candy uh, chocolate bars, Ooh. which are awesome. The Hershey awesome. bars. I love that. Yeah. You know where to find me <laughs> with my little bag. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure. Um, so. that's, too, that's too awesome. And for those that don't uh, uh, realize this, um, you know, even the evolution of Educode into going into the virtual realm, doing a live uh, live stream while they're doing it, it's, it's just amazing. So, you know, for those that well, it's 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 new and you know even though it's not new but it's new <laughs> so yeah. it's it, you know we get to experience that for those folks that are you know want that live experience it's uh it's it's just amazing that educated cross that it goes well yeah yeah so, <laughs> we're actually cecilia's doing uh, her first virtual uh for the icc um code enforcement chapter of orange county she's doing oh. our first uh which is tomorrow here in uh in orange county so she's uh, coming out here and doing a live uh Doing hybrid. Yeah. Hybrid. So uh -huh. we'll see how it goes. So we'll keep our fingers crossed too. But yeah. I, I, I can tell you how nerve wracking it is. Yeah. But you, sir, times, was that 10 times? No. <laughs> hey, you'll be okay. We're, we're here to help. If you, you know, we'll see. Hey, we, this happened to us. Maybe check this out. Yeah. Make sure yeah, you well, say hi yeah. to everybody from Orange County for me because uh, yeah. I know, you know, a lot of those people are friends. <clears throat> all, for, all for learning them or meeting them from Educode. You know, right. Raj and Ron and yeah, all those people. That is that is too awesome. So, Cecilia, uh, let me see. We're coming close to our time, but you know, I, I mean, it's been a. It's I, I, we can't say enough about Educode. Educode is just one of those events that you have to be there to really understand the magnitude and how great it is. Um, one of the things that you know people don't realize that not only being uh, technical, there's also personal development classes. You have Tim Schneider there. Um, oh, yeah. You know, great leadership class. You know, he was a guest on our show, talked about leadership, and he's just an amazing individual. I love his class. You know, I hate going up against him because <laughs> he's so animated. I'm like, oh, everybody wants to go to his class. But he's such a, you know, he's such a an awesome spirit. And, you know, I got to learn a lot from him uh, through Educode. So, you know, for, it's sure. just for those that are not only focused on personal development, there's also technical trades and, you know, Go out there and experience a new a new craft you know to learn about electricity or plumbing or mechanical um you know mechanical uh changes just go out there and learn there's so many so much stuff out there it's amazing you have what you have um 10 10 half day classes how many wait how many half day classes for code enforcement code enforcement has um that track has two half day classes a day so uh -huh. a total of 10 for the week but there's um like i said there's 15 classes going every day yeah um, monday through friday so so pete when you're out here make sure you tell ask tim how him and i met oh okay. that, that's gonna be interesting <laughs> but you're right he's awesome but we have um plumbing uh, plumbing and mechanical we have building plan review and inspections advanced ibc topics fire prevention and safety um electrical it's always a big track um icc or i'm sorry i code special topics 
um, I codes from 18, and then we have a separate I code 21. Um, of course, code enforcement, which is always a huge, huge um, track for us. Um, Tim's um, leadership management and personal improvement, um, building specialties, uh, building administration. And then we have two test academies that ICC is putting on. So if people want to test in for fire inspections or residential inspector certification, they teach three days and then the test is offered after that. Um, also, on Wednesday and Thursday night, um, we're hosting, um, I think there's 30 different ICC uh, certification um, tests that will be offered that people can just, they don't have to take any edge code classes, but they can come and take um, the certification classes also right on site. Wow, very cool. So everything at your fingertips. So with a quick recap, you go to EduCode, you get great training, amazing networking, awesome uh, exhibitor opportunities, chance to meet folks from across the states. Um, in addition to that, you get fed well, right? You get to go to the network opportunities um, and you get to get your exam certification under your belt. So great opportunity to join. Um, not free parking. Yeah, <laughs> not free parking, take an Uber. But you know what, it's still well worth it. Still well worth it. Um, make sure that when you connect with Alan that you got your talking hat on so we can have that conversation with Alan. Um, but in any case, y'all, we have a great lineup for the month of March, kicking off with EduCode, following up with a woman in construction week after that. And then a couple weeks after that, we have our Women Leaders in Code Enforcement Symposium over in my neck of the woods in Santa Rosa, California. So lots of great opportunities. Alan, you are amazing, sir. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and for telling us all about yourself um, and the tips on that chocolate spot. <laughs> um, also, don't forget, um, tomorrow, tomorrow is the ICC um, Orange County chapter introduction to um, to interior inspections. And on Thursday and Friday, we have Black History Month. We have a, a two-day panel of um, industry leaders in code enforcement uh, talk about their journey as African-Americans in code enforcement. And that's free. That's all be on this channel. So if you get a chance, tune in. But you know the big kahuna here is EduCode, which will be uh, starting Monday next week. Uh, so we're looking forward to it. I'm all booked up and ready to roll. So I'm, I'm happy as a clam. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I'm looking forward to seeing both of you uh, Sunday when you come in. And That's Cecilia, great. I'll make sure you get lots of chocolate. <laughs> thank you, Alan. I appreciate it. Appreciate you. You see Alan and Cecilia, take a picture. <laughs> oh, I will They're find awesome you, folks. They are awesome folks. I, I famous people. Remind me to give you your uh, travel yes. book, too. Yes, I will. I will have room to bring back the good stuff. So, okay. <laughs> awesome. With every, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, again, we have great guests uh, next week. I think we're not going to have a show next week because we're going to be at EduCode unless we do something special <laughs> and just do a kind of impromptu live at EduCode, and we'll see how that goes. And uh, yeah, and then after that, it's uh, coffee with my girlfriends on Friday. Also, this Friday. Um, this Friday, coffee. I'll be streaming from New York. Yay! Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, we're busy bees. So busy, busy. awesome. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Alan, again for thank joining you. us, and we will see you next time. See you later, friend. Bye.